I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't necessarily want to put uh, our people that have traveled to be with us on the spot, but I did ask them yesterday if they would just, you know, they've been traveling. Uh, I don't know how many states. I'll have, you, you just bri- briefly, I just, because, you know, what was interesting yesterday, we, I had started running early in the morning, 6 or 6.30, I don't even know what time we rolled out and started, but um, I, I come back to the house, and at one point I heard, I was upstairs in this place, and uh, and I heard I heard Aloha, and I and I was like, what? Who's here? Because I, I was like, I know we got Hawaiians, but everybody's already somewhere. So I'm like, and I heard, and when I heard Aloha, I was like, somebody's outside. So I I I ran down the steps and I come out on the back deck, and and here they were. They were they were out and they were taking pictures. But if you guys would, and, and because I know I know you've traveled, and, and I know you're you're here for a reason, and and because because of what God is doing, and God's given you a vision, and He's given you He's He's given the the Filipinos a, a, a vision for the mainland, and uh, we're going to see people saved. And I, I told him I said, you know, Christy um, that was with us, Christy Guzman said, you know, Pastor, you were praying the other day on the prayer call about a Filipino ministry being started in this state. And I, I said, yeah, and, and I told her that. And, and she said, you know, my auntie called and said that they're, gonna, they're coming. And so, you know, she was like, man, God really moves really quick in prayer. Amen. <laughs> and so, so when, you know, you guys showed up, I was like, man, it's like I'm going to keep praying. Praise God. You know, 25 grand, that's what we're believing for. Amen. You, you, but you, do you know that's what God does? God gets in it, and he, you know, he, he, he gets in it. He gets in our prayer, and he backs our prayer. But, you know, the, there's one condition. We've got to pray. Amen. So, anyway, I'm not preaching on it today. But if you guys would come, just greet the people. If you've got a few minutes and you want to j- just say hello or, you know, just greet the people. Praise God. Come on up here. All right? If you guys would, let's give it, you know, hey, you travel across the United States to get here. The Drake family is also here from Washington State. But praise God. Just if you guys would, just come, on, come over here because we're live. So you can wave back home to Maui. Amen. So, so. Who wants the mic first? Here, here we go. Praise the Lord. We're so happy to be here in West Virginia. Amen. And um, I was so touched, you know, when we were um, uh, worshiping. Um, the presence of God is here in this place. Um, we are here because um, um, last year we, we, were, we were planning to go to Israel to start a Filipino ministry there and uh, follow with Dr. Morocco's group. But because of uh, COVID-19, all those uh, travel trips were canceled. So um, then when Jing said like, oh, uh, I'm going to California and visit my uh, children. Uh, you want to come with us? But then I said like, oh, um, I want to do a road trip from um, visiting our churches in uh, from Missouri and then um, and then I kind of like asked them like would you guys want to join us <laughs> and they said oh come on let's go then we asked the Vino race and you know since the vacation is already set um, so I said like why don't we just do that because the vision of the house is to have um, Filipino congregations in every extension here in United States and all over the world because um, where there's Coca-Cola, there's Filipino. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then now our next uh, slogan is like, Where's, there's Casey, there's Filipino congregation. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. So uh, we took the step of faith. Um, we didn't, um, you know, we just came, we, um, um, you know, planned together. And here we are. We started um, in Missouri. And we visited uh, Dr. Janelle's um, congregation there. And we were able to um, gather and um, group with the Filipinos there. And um, they are going to start a Bible study, a Filipino Bible study there, and hoping to start a Filipino congregation. So, um, and they were encouraged. And then we also visited uh, Ransom, Missouri, and uh, with Pastor Chris. <coughs> and we surprised him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was preaching, and then at the end, when they were start to pray for people, and it's like, oh my God, there's Maui people here, <laughs> because my my boys uh, grew up with him, um, you know, playing music. They're they're musicians, and um, they were raised up by him, and so uh, and we were so happy. And then uh, we also went to Chicago because we have a Filipino minister there, and um, we got to pray with him. We get to see the place. And um, hopefully we can open the Filipino congreg um, congregation there uh, in November, first week of November. So, yeah. And then we, <laughs> and then uh, they said that um, we we went to visit our um, Marshallese um, church in uh, Arkansas, and um, we were talking to them, and they said that, that there's a lot of Filipinos there too. So we we claimed the land, we we <laughs> we, pr we prayed for the land. But before we 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 came, uh, we had a chance to talk to Pastor um, Kinsai, and he said like, "Oh, um, if you guys can, if you guys go and visit West Virginia, <laughs> because I talked to uh, Pastor Riser, and um, there's a lot of Filipinos there. So here we are." <laughs> Praise <laughs> God. So uh, we're supposed to be leaving um, this afternoon, but we decided to stay for one more day because we want to go to um, Morgantown and visit, uh, see if we can, um, you know, encounter some Filipinos here and we can start, you know, planting seeds. I want to give the rest of the mic to... <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. My name is Ching and I'm one of the leaders in Maui. Aloha. Praise the Lord. And, you know, it's just a joy. We're just so excited to be here. Well, I am personally excited to be here, me and my husband. And, uh, you know, I'm just uh, an explainable joy. Be able to, my first time to come to Arkansas, visit Arkansas and the mainland, I mean, some of the states. And really, it's exciting. And to see you guys, like, you know, it's the same spirit, it's the same joy. Truly, it's just like what Pastor Brad said, it's a family. You are home with a family, and it's just a joy. And I just want to share this with you guys. Well, like Minister Tess is saying, uh, there are a lot of Filipinos. And, you know, mind you, there are a lot of Filipinos married to Americans. So once we get them, then we can start. They, they are married to Americans who have brothers and sisters and all that. So are, we are really, truly believing. We can see that there is going to be a great harvest. This year's word is fulfillment and we believe that God's gonna fulfill the promise we've been praying and praying and praying that God will expand the Filipino ministry and Casey as a family in the mainland we just actually started a Kona Casey Kona Filipino ministry like last month and God is growing the ministry and we're having the grand opening 
um, second week or second Friday of November, November. And we are believing that we're going to be opening in, in, in Chicago and uh, Spring, you know, Springfield and all those states and all those places. And we are claiming, this morning I was praying, I'm claiming that, that there's going to be a Filipino ministry in West Virginia. And I believe that God, as we prayed, we have, we didn't just come here and he looks like, we're here. No, we've been praying. We've been battling. We've been, we've been pursuing. Because we're believing that this is a year of fulfillment. And I just want to share this to you. I'm not preaching pastor, but I just want to share this. Because this morning, God reminded me of this again. You know, remember David's anointing. I just want to share this. There is a David's anointing. Remember David and Goliath and in the story in the Bible. It's a very popular story. And you know how David is the chosen one. There were eight of them, but he was the youngest. But among the brothers who are in the army, there were five, the older one, the older brothers. But among the brothers, the youngest was the chosen one. And God reminded me this morning that, tell yourself, I am the chosen one. You are the David. There's a lot of other people lives in this place, in West Virginia, but God has chosen you. You tell yourself, I am chosen. I am the anointed one. <laughs> and today, I just want to affirm that, confirm that, that you are the chosen one. Not everybody was called. Not all of his brothers were called. But you are the chosen, the anointed. You are the set apart, just like me. We have the David's anointing. So we will see a great harvest. I really believe and truly believe that we will see the fulfillment of God's promise. In our lives, in our ministry, 25,000, that's nothing to God. God owns everything. We were driving, I see all this beautiful place, the trees and everything, and I was like, I'm so amazed. Well, you know, in Maui, we live in a small island. It just takes about an hour and a half, then from end to end, you see the whole island. It's beautiful, it's expensive. But yeah, we've been driving and driving like 36 hours after. It's still land. Like, where's the end? <laughs> like, it's still land and land. But you know, there's a great harvest. Many are called. You are the called one. But few are chosen. We, we are so few. So we need to rise up, stand up for the... This is the time for us to rise up and just preach the gospel of God. Amen? No matter what the race, it doesn't matter you're Hawaiian, Filipino, Marshallese, Islamic, Japanese. It doesn't matter. Jesus died for all of us. Amen. So God bless you all. We hope to see you in Maui. And God bless everyone. Amen. Amen. You are the chosen one. Amen. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Anyone? <laughs> you guys just come here. Come here real quick. Just, just don't want you to stand here. If everybody would just stand on your feet. Just, just stretch your hands this way. <laughs> Father, I pray right now, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere that their foot shall tread, everywhere their foot shall tread, God, you're giving them territory. You're giving them ground. Lord, it's no mistake. You know, the, the word of the Lord, there's, it's no mistake that, 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 that the Lord has positioned you guys to move across the United States. 
And even, even as you're moving and as you're praying, God, God is revealing. He's revealing, uh, you know, even locations, the hidden places, you know, e e even the hidden places to see many, to see many raised up, to see your people raised up across the, across the United States. And Father, right now, I pray, I pray for a supernatural anointing to come upon every one of them in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, right now. Hmm. You know, I see a bridge in your life. It's like you've you've bridged, you you've helped you've helped bridge people to Christ. But you know, now now the Lord's gonna use you to bridge others. Other uh you know, other nationalities, even even in the islands where you know where they where they uh, where they speak three four languages, God's going to use you in a powerful way to touch the Philippines. But in that, He'll He'll use you in America. He'll use you in America, Father. Right now, I pray for a greater anointing, greater anointing in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you for faith. Mm, I thank you for faith. New levels, new levels of faith, new levels of faith, new levels of faith, new levels of faith in Jesus' mighty name. Father, right now, I'm telling you, it, it's not going unseen. The Lord sees. And Father, I thank you for, for family. I thank you for family coming to Christ. Their, their, their desire to see family one to Christ. I, I pray. That, Lord, even this being a sign and a wonder, them being here in West Virginia, I pray, Father God, that their family shall know, shall know Jesus Christ. Father, we declare that even, even in the weeks and months ahead, Father, that their family, their entire family, would be one to Christ. I thank you for open doors, open doors, Father, to minister, not only, not only through them, but through others, that, Jesus, they shall be saved. And, Lord, we thank you for salvation. We thank you for salvation in Jesus' mighty name. I'm going to tell you, your family is going to come to know Christ. The ones that you've been praying for and believing for, they're going to come to know Christ. And it, it's, you know, it's not, it, it's, you know, what might seem like a prodigal son or a daughter, God is, is, is twisting and turning, has been for a while, but they're, they're now going to begin to reach out in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Just give the Lord a, just give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. Amen. From my heart to your all, so I'm, I'm grateful. Just go ahead and keep standing if you would. You guys have your Bibles. Let's go to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Hallelujah. Some of you may be getting cold. If you guys would just adjust the AC. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I've been through two shirts already today. So went through one in prayer and then had to change the, put in another one. So. If you have your Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. I want to I pick up there. Thank you, Jesus. It says, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up to the holy city, set him 
uh, set him on a pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you, lest you dash, dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, Everybody say Jesus. Because, see, Jesus is speaking right here. Amen? The, ver the very thing that Jesus is using is the very same thing that God has given us. And that's the Word of God. Jesus said to him, and it is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again the devil took him up to an exceedingly high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to them, All these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus, everybody say Jesus. Because I want you to get that in your spirit today. Because he is the answer to everything that you need. Jesus said to him, only you shall, uh, um, I'm sorry, let me back up. You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Father, I pray, Lord, even today, for the, for the brief amount of time that we have, Father, that as we're in your word, let it be, let it be, let, let it penetrate deep in our spirit today. Lord, let us be changed. Let us be, hallelujah, let, let us be transformed by the word of God. Lord, we thank you. We give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You can be seated. Praise God. Praise God. You know, um, if you're taking notes, and if you want to take notes, uh, this is kind of the second uh, second part of a of a series. We've been preaching a lot on faith, but but um, you, you know, one of the things we I guess I've been in is is just faith alone. But we've been talking about the roots of faith because there 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 are true roots for a Christian that 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 are different from people of the world because there are roots that we have to have as as children of God you know just like a tree needs roots to grow uh to grow you know I understand a tree needs roots to grow see understand that that's exactly how Christians grow you have to have roots to be able to grow in Christ last week we talked about the root of love because you know with without love you, 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 everything is pointless with, yeah, understand, without, without actual having love in your life, the love of God, you know, the, 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 the love of people, life is pointless. I, I love people. People, you know, I got asked this question this week. You know, what made you, what, what made you feel called to be a pastor? You know, it, it was my love for people. You know, and, and, I, and I realize, you know, it, it, you begin to understand the calling, you know, and, and many of you in here, and I, man, I appreciate it because everything was so lining up with, with, with the Word of God today. You know, even through worship, even through the testimony from, from, our, uh, from, our, from our friends from Maui. I mean, every, everything, Don, Brother Don sharing the Word, everything was lining up for us to recognize that, you know what, God has called us to be loved. Just, just, just like God is love, He's called us to be loved, each and every one of us uh, to love. I, I want to just cover one more point out, out of the areas of love because, um, you know, Romans 8.38, and I love this because I quoted it last week, but I, I, I want you to, you know, Romans 8, you should, you should attach yourself to Romans 8 this week. And before you go to bed, read Romans 8. Begin to get, get the Word of God into your spirit because I'm telling you, there's strength in the Word of God. People have problems. You know, the, the, the Bible, you know, you understand, you know, Christians can have problems. But the Word of God. Everybody say, but the Word of God. Because, see, that's your source. That's your source. You, you know, people say, well, you know, I've been sick, Pastor. Guess what? The Word of God is my source. Amen? Has anybody ever received a healing? Amen? So we know God's a healer, right? So where, where do we get our strength from? We get it from the Word of God. But Romans 8.38 says, For I am persuaded that neither death, 
Hallelujah. Nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any created thing shall separate me, shall separate me from the love of God. So you, you understand, even in your mess, even, even in your pressing in for believing God for healing, whatever it may be, there is nothing that can separate God's love from you. He loves you. And you know, there, there's a world that doesn't understand that. They, they don't understand that God loves them. You know, that's, that's, why, that's why the church is here. You know, you, you guys understand, that's, that's why the church is positioned. You know, I, you know, people, you know, and I don't mean to reference everything back to pre-COVID time, but, you know, one of the things, you know, pastor, you're going to stay open. I love God. I don't have a choice in not staying open because, see, that's the, that's the command God give us. Whether there's three people in here, four people in here, that's the command God give me. I, I love people. I have to be here for people. That's the calling. Amen. So, so I recognize that that is exactly where God wanted me to be. And, you know, throughout this last year, you know, I think, I don't know what our salvation count is. Over 900 now, I think. You know, praise God. I don't know how many people received Christ last night, even, even praying, receiving Christ. But, you know, we'll follow up with people because we believe the power of God as it's released. People's lives will be changed and transformed. Amen? You know, we're not doing this just for, just for the fun of things. We're doing this because we want to see lives changed. We want to see people impacted. Amen? So nothing, understand this, nothing can separate you from the love of God. You know, I, I wrote down this scripture last week, and I never even got to it, but, but I begin to think in 2 Samuel uh, chapter 6, I begin to think about David. I be, and you, you talked about David today, the mighty man of God. Amen. You know, and, and God loved David. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, David was crazy about God. Crazy. Crazy about his God. Crazy about his Lord. You know, in 2 Samuel 6, and it says, And David danced before the Lord with all his might. When's the last time you danced with all your might? What does that look like? I think it looks radical. I think it looks like, you know, it would look like me trying to dance. Amen. You know, like not, not, not conforming to any kind of structure, but the Bible says he danced with all his might. I, I'm going to tell you something. That in the word of God, you can grab a hold of, position yourself in the word of God. You can dance yourself through a problem. You can worship yourself through a problem. You know, that's, what, that, that, that's faith. That's what faith is. You can worship your way through a problem. You know, I, I, I remember the, the, the last time I, you know, I was praying for my foot. And the one time, three, three, almost two, two and a half, three months, my foot just would come in. It was hurting. And I, I was up here, and I was like, going, this, I'm done. And I, and I was thinking about Satan's under my foot, right? You know, you know where he's at? He's under me. He's not above me. He's not in the middle part of me. He's beneath me. And I remember that night when I did that, it was like, oh, something feels better. Amen. Because, you know, understand that we have, a, we have a true authority as a believer to put the enemy under our place. Put our enemy under our feet. You know, in David, in 2 Chronicles 6, it says, And the Lord, and he danced with the Lord, with, you know, he danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment. So David and all the people of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy, <laughs> amen, and blowing the ram's horns. You know, and one of the things about David's wife, Oh, she got embarrassed, didn't she? She got embarrassed because, because of how much David loved the Lord. You know, I want you to take this away because, you know, the Lord's not embarrassing. 
You, you, the, the, the Lord is never in a place where, he, where he's going to embarrass his kids. Or, but, you know, what people look at, they're, they're looking at other people a lot of times. Well, you know, what are people going to think about my husband? He's the king. He's dancing like a fool. He hardly has any clothes on. He's just, he's, he, what's he doing? I'm going to tell you something. See, David had something she didn't have. He possessed a true relationship with the Lord. She didn't have that. She didn't have a true relationship with God. She didn't, she didn't understand that kind of worship. Can I tell you today that as a believer, you, you have a different you have a different form. You should have a different dance. You should speak differently as a Christian. Don't speak like the world. I'm going to, let me stretch this out. Don't speak like every Christian. You know, because, you know, listen to it. I mean, some Christians, they, they speak more death in a day than, they, than, 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 than the world does. They, they oh, got this problem, got that problem, got this ache, got that ache. I got to go do this. I got no, no, no. You've got to change your language, brother Don. I'm going to have you preach that word soon, probably this coming week. Because you know what? Faith, faith, faith has a sound, and it doesn't sound like the world. It doesn't sound like you know. Well, you know, COVID hit. Well, you know, there's another virus coming. Whatever letter we're on now, it doesn't matter. God's not moved by that. God's moved by faith. He's moved by faith. And I'm looking at people today that, that, that are being moved by faith, not, be, not being moved by fear. You've got to understand, you've got to love God. You, you've got to love God more than, you, than yourself. You've got to love, you've got to, you've got to, it's, it's so tangible. Loving God is so tangible. You can do it every day. You know, you know how you, it's like even today coming in here. You know how you worship God and it's tangible? You open your mouth. You begin, to, you begin to speak. You begin to talk to God. You begin to worship. Worship was powerful. What a, what a great time in the Lord. But you do it. You do it by opening your mouth. You know, you're not moving God by being quiet. You're not moving God by... That, that doesn't move God. You move God in faith by opening your mouth. Amen. Well, God knows my thoughts. He knows... Oh, he may know, God knows everything about us. Can we, can we clarify that? Can I help you? you know, if anything, take this away. God knows everything about you. He knows the number of hairs on your head. But you know, what he wants you to do is open your mouth. He wants you to speak to the giant. He, want, he, he, he wants you to speak, you know, oh, another mountain, another valley. No, 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 no. You speak to the problem. That's what faith does. But I'm telling you, you when, when you begin to love God, that's where you'll get rooted. You'll get rooted in the things of God because you know what? No matter what, I love him. I'm not changing. But let me add this because, see, even you know, David knew it. But, you know, see, the body of Christ needs to know this. We've got to love people. Why, why do we do church? It's because we love people. Why is there a KC worldwide? It's because the people love people. I, I mean, <laughs> do, do you see that? You know, I, I know, even being here now for three years as a church plant, we've had people leave our church because we love too much. I was just not used to that, Pastor, you know. Yeah, I, we can do social distancing here. That's fine. We'll, we'll do, you know, that's West Virginia anyway for the most part until you come to KC, amen. Then we're holding hands, praying for one another, rubbing all over each other, hugging each other, coughing all, you know, anyway. So, <laughs> praise God. I'm being a little funny today. But, but understand, understand. God loves you. And you know, your, 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 your service back to the Lord is that you love Him. How do you show God that you love Him? You know, you, you come, you're in the house of God. But you know what, please understand, it doesn't just stop on a Sunday. 
Sunday's just the beginning part of the week to get you a little bit to get you a little bit of fuel. Amen. And then you know what? Hey, Tuesday night life group's coming up. I'm going to be plugged into that. Amen. Hey, Wednesday night service. I'm, I, I might even go to that. Amen. You know, as people are closing services, KC's opening more services. Amen. You know, because you know, we don't do Wednesday night anymore. We don't do Sunday night anymore. Well, okay, we'll take you. Come on in. You know, because we're, we're going to have church. In the last days, the Bible said, how often should we weep? Less often or more often? More often, right? So we have to be positioned to where, hey, we're meeting more often. You know why? Because souls matter to God. If there's ever a time in an hour, right, you know, understand, if there's ever a time in an hour to go out and reach the harvest. But see, you know, once we reach the harvest, see, you know, the, understand something even like yesterday. See, now the work begins. You do the luau, right? We, great, praise God. I'll I tell you, what an event. Over 175 people last night. And we had thir maybe 30, 35 people missing. And we had food. Amen. We, oh, boy, did we have food. Amen. But, but do you understand? Now, now, okay, great event. But now we do the follow-up. Now we reach out to these people. If you, you know, if you were there last night and you're here today, praise God, I'm glad you came. But you know, now, now we go and we, we reach people. We go tell them, you know, hey, God loves you. He has a wonderful plan for your life. You know, you, you know, it's like Minister Lehigh and I were talking last night. You know what we're doing? We're, we're planting seed. We just keep planting. Brother, Brother John, we just keep planting, right? He's a, great, he's, a, he's a great farmer. He grows stuff. Amen? But we keep planting. We keep throwing seed. You know why? Because we believe in the harvest. Amen? We believe in the harvest. Amen? We get that in your spirit. We believe in the harvest. Why? Because people matter to God. Above all else, people matter to God. What should matter to us? People. You've got family members unsaved. You begin, you know, listen, change. Change the way you talk. Change, the, you know, you fight and you contend. I, I preached a whole series on contend. You contend in the faith for, for your unsaved family members. How do you do that? I'll tell you, if you've got to scream, you've got to dance with all your might. It's got to look different. If you're not getting results, it's got to look different. Okay, I'm not getting the results right here that I need. What do I need to change? What do I need to do? Well, you know, that pastor didn't preach that sermon I wanted to hear. It's not about, it's not about just, you know, faith comes by hearing. You need the word of God. But what do you have to do? What do you have to position yourself differently to do to get results? I'm going to say this. Go back and look where you were getting results before. Hey, I was getting results over here. Mm, that made, I'm not doing that. I, I should go back and do that again. Look at the places where you get results. Go back to that. Amen. I was seeing this happen when I was doing this. I examine, I, I do, I examine things a lot about how I get results as a Christian. And if I'm not getting results, you know what? It, 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 you know, I feel like my faith is, 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 is not where it needs to be, right? So I, I, I examine, amen. So you should examine yourself as a believer all the time. Amen. I can't preach on love. I got to get into another topic real quick. But love the Lord God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as, uh, as you love yourself. See, that's, you know, when they asked Jesus that question, Jesus, what, what, what is the greatest command? You love the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, your soul. How do you, how do you love him? You, you exalt him. You love him because who he is. A lot of people, you, they, they can't break through that because they can't break through the problem. They can't break, you know, oh, if I, you know, they, I, I, you know, if you will begin to love God and exalt God and you will worship God, I promise you your situations will change. You know, what about cancer? Oh, no, 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 he's under my feet. What, what, about, what about, you know, what about my job? No, 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 he's under my feet. 
I, I, don't, I believe in a God that will give me another job. I, 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 believe, I believe that, you know, this is my honest opinion. You, you know, it, I could be dropped off anywhere in America, and I know that I'm going to make it. You know why? Because I have God. I don't need to know any of you. I have God. I mean, you guys coming in faith. You're driving across. You know, you know. I have God. I, I have faith. God will provide. Amen. Because he, he is my provider. Amen. He's my daddy-o. Brother Don was singing that song for two days. And I was like, I, I, he got up here, he started singing again. I, all I heard, he is my daddy That's all I, you know, anyway. Um, but love God. Love God. And I'm going to tell you, love people. If you, have, if you have a problem loving people, you need, to, you need to check whether or not you love God. Ooh. That's truth. That's, that's honest truth from the word of God. If you, if you, oh, I don't like being around people. Do you really love God? Okay, let me move on. We go, you got, hey, you got, anyway, I'll, I'll move on, so. But check yourself, amen. Hey, the second root of faith. I want to get into this today because it's kind of already came out. And through the scripture we read out of Matthew chapter 4. Can you grab me my water? Please. Now, the scripture we read, we read today. Excuse me, one second. Let's go. Let's look at another scripture. Let's go to Second Corinthians ten, real quick. This is one of my. I, I love this scripture. But the second root of faith. If you, yeah, take your Bibles. Go to Second Corinthians ten four. The second root of faith that every believer, I, I want you to understand, I'm talking to believers today. Because, it, because you know, if, if, you're, if, if you're not a believer, you don't really have access to or, or an understanding of the power of the Word of God. Because a lot of times people, will, you, you, you know, I, I had a home that had Bibles in it. Big Bibles. My, you know, I had, you know, I don't know. My mom had this Bible. It was big. And I, I, I just... You know, you just walk by it, you think it's holy just because it's big, right? You know, I, I don't know if that's anybody. You know, and I would see Bibles around my house, but I, I was just like, oh, yeah, there's a Bible, I've got to stay away from that, you know? That, that's what I thought Bible, that's what I thought of what, it, what it was. But to understand, as a believer, one of the greatest roots of faith that you, you, you can have is given to you today is the Word of God. It's, it's, it's the, li- the Bible is a living, living document. It's the word of God is truth. You know, people say, what is truth? The word of God is truth. I, I, I don't confuse that with I- I- anything. When people say, well, what, you know, you know, what about, what about this? What? No, the word of God is truth. See, the word of God, it works. The word of God does not come back void. Because, because the word of God works, and it will work for every believer. But we have to use the Word of God. 2 Corinthians um, 10, 4, and 5. If you've never underlined this, underline this in your Bible because you, you get, get a hold of this. See, for the weapons, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So you understand. We're, we understand this as a believer. We're not fighting a physical fight. We're not fighting a physical fight. Zephan and I, I, I remember we were, we were coming back through Maryland. And we were going through Chick-fil-A. And on the back of this, this uh, SUV was, was a picture of Jesus and a picture of the devil. Who in the world would put the devil in their car anyway? That's stupid. But it showed him with boxing gloves. 
Like Jesus was boxing with the devil. Or something like, it's like, no, no, no. Jesus is not in a boxing match with the enemy. Guess what? You're not in a boxing match with the enemy. The enemy is under your feet. He was defeated 2,000 years ago. How do I know that? Because it's in the Word of God. So I don't have to fight. I don't have to fight against, you, you know, against the things of the enemy. So get a clear revelation today that in the Word of God, if I establish myself, one of those greatest roots is the Word of God. Hey, you know, if I'm in lack in, in any part of my life, I know that I can find it in the Word of God. I know that the Word of God can be my source. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. How do we break strongholds? With the Word of God. With the word of God, casting down arguments and every high thing exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing what? Every thought, every thought, every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So we understand how the word of God works. It's about being obedient to what the word of God tells us to do. Oh, it's not complicated. It isn't. It isn't really complicated. You know, it's, 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 not, it's not a complicated gospel. God loves us, amen? Everybody understand, God loves you. But if I, do, if I do what this says, if I follow the instructions of this book, you know, God, God, God's hand is upon my life. If I stay obedient to what the Word of God asks me to do, amen? You know, people wake up, you know, you know and you'll hear people say, you're, you know, you're a sinner, you know, sinner, saved by grace. You're this, you're that. You're always going to sin. That's not true. That's not in the Bible. Jesus come to defeat sin. He come to defeat sin. You know, Pastor, are you holy? Man, you understand something? We have to be holy. You as a believer, you, you have to live a life in demonstration of what God calls you to be. Amen? Amen? Understand, you, you are holy. You're the righteousness of Christ. You know, and understand something. One of the greatest revelations I got in the word of God was that I am in Christ. It's a real revelation. You know, the other revelation that I got when I was, when I, when I was honestly born again. See, we're working out our salvation. When you get saved, anybody working on their salvation? Amen, I am. Everybody better raise their hands. Because, see, we're working. We're being perfected in the image of God. I didn't understand that when I first got saved. I was like, well, you know, I just, every week, I, many of you heard it, I, every week I just run to the altar. I just got to get saved again. I just got to get saved again. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel saved. No, I was working. I was learning to work my salvation, working, you know, not working to be saved. I'm working to get stuff out of my life, amen, because I'm being perfected in the image of Christ. But I realized something, I'm now in Christ. Why? Because I've confessed Him as my Lord and Savior. Amen? And you know, the Bible says that you become a new creature in Christ when you get saved. You don't look the same way. Listen, I, this is, if you're not looking differently after receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you should question your salvation. I don't, I don't want that to sound hard for anybody, but if your life isn't changed and you're not positioning yourself and you're not growing in Christ... You, you, you should be, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I missing? You know, it's not me as a pastor. You know, if someone, I don't bring, you know, understand this. As a pastor, I'm not judging whether or not you go to heaven or hell. See, that, that's a choice everybody here has to make. It's not my choice. 
It's never my choice. You know, the Bible says in 2 Peter 3, you know, you know, uh, you know, God's not slack concerning his promises. His will, his plan is that none perish, none go to hell. So, so we understand that's his purpose and plan. But understand something. We, we can grow our faith as a believer. You can grow as a Christian, as a believer. What do you need to change? Self-examine. What do you need to change? Where do you need to be? <laughs> uh, you know, I, you pe- uh, anyway, I, I come back. Where do you need to be as a believer? So this second root of faith is the Word of God. You need the Word of God working in your life. See, Jesus wasn't fighting the devil. You'll find that, it, you know, in Matthew, you know, Matthew 4, how did he defeat the enemy? With the Word of God. Did the enemy know the Word of God? Yes. The, the enemy quoted the Word of God back to the devil. So understand, the enemy's, the enemy's he, he's not naive to what's going on. He's not naive to the things of, uh, of the average Christian. But one of the things he, you know, Jesus did, you know, Satan, depart from me. Leave. You know, the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee, right? But at the first part of that, we, we miss that. Submit to God. What do you got to do? You got to submit to God, resist the devil, then he will flee. So it's not, well, I'm just going to resist the devil. I'm going to resist the devil. I'm going to resist the devil. If you're not submitted to God, he's not going to leave. He's under my feet when I submit to God. Amen. He's under my feet when, when I submit to God. You know, Romans 4, 17 and 18, he says, you know, I have made you a father of many nations. He's talking about Abraham. He said, in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which he did not exist as though they did. Who, on contrary to hope and hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. Get this. What was spoken. Abraham, what was spoken over his life, he stayed in that word. He he didn't back down from that word. Even in Genesis chapter 22, when he took his son Isaac. I'm taking my son Isaac. You know, I... He, he, he may be the sacrifice. You know, I, you don't imagine what's, what's rolling through anybody's head. But I'm being obedient to what God tells me to do. You know, I believe that, I, I do believe, I believe that he felt that God would provide a sacrifice. But see, you know, un- understand, see, the operation of faith and fear. Because, you know, many people, they, they read that story. There's no way I could, there's no way, there's no way I could take my son or even think of, of anything like that. So, you know, right from the very beginning... They've moved to a place where they're operating in fear. Fear that God won't provide. Fear that God won't provide. I've said it. Yeah, I remember when I, I, couldn't, I would never take my kids. But I, I, I understood something even as I read that this week. It was like th- th- this is an operation of fear. This, this is a, a true operation of fear. See, you, you know, as a believer, I truly believe, as a believer, you, 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 you can choose to operate in faith or you can choose to operate in fear. F- faith is active, the Bible says. You know, fear, fear can be active too. If you watch enough CNN, you watch enough Fox News, you watch enough MSNBC, if you watch enough of mainstream media, I promise you fear will rid your body. I, I, I promise you. It, I don't care what media network you watch. They're all speaking fear. But the Word of God is contrary to what the... You understand, the Word of God, it, it, it's absent of the thinking of the world. So you, you understand, we choose not. As a believer, we choose not to operate in fear. We choose to operate in faith. What does faith look like? 
Hebrews 4.12, it says the word of God is alive and active. What does faith look like? It's, it's active. Sharper than any double-edged sword. It, it penetrates even dividing soul and spirit, joints and marsh. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of what? The heart. So what does faith look like? <coughs> it's an active force. It's something that you need to have applied in your life. You know, I'll, I'll say this as a believer. Understand, when you begin to apply the word of God, you should expect things to change. Amen? You should expect things to change when you begin to apply the word of God. <clears throat> Pastor, you know, I got this going on. I got that going on. There, there are people faced with some, with, with some hard decisions. I, I, yeah, amen. I understand that. I, I get that. But, you know, you know, even this, even over the last few weeks, just things that have happened in the body. You know, yesterday morning, I don't know what day it was, Friday, 8 o'clock, somebody's knocking on our door. And uh, a police officer dropped him off at the house. You know, you, you get an attention of people when the police officers start dropping people off at your house. And, you know, and the guy says, you know, hey, I had a police officer dropped me off the house. He couldn't do anything for me, but he thought you could. Okay. I've learned one of two things. If somebody's getting dropped off at my house, they're going to they're hear me preach. <laughs> it's not going to be light either. It's, 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 they're they're going to get a lot of truth, whether it's midnight, 1 o'clock, because we've had that happen. But, um, and, but you know, it, it was interesting because I'm busy. I, you know, we're all busy, right? But, I, you know, it was one of those days where, you know, Miranda come upstairs, got me, and I, I walked back downstairs, and I met the guy, and, and there was a humility about him. That wasn't normal. You know, you, you may think, well, he's just pulling the wool over, over, your, over pastor's eyes. And, um, and I, I was just looking for the right thing to do all day, all, all morning, because I spent three and a half hours with the guy. And uh, he gets in the car, and we, we take off driving, and he says something, and, and he, he, just, he just stops. He was like, oh, I just, God forgive me, and he just starts doing stuff. And I, I said... Listen, listen, listen. We're not. I'm not. Hang, we're not going to hang out and do this all day. I, I don't. We're not going to hang out and you, you just talking, trying to talk. What, however, and whatever. You know, let's have a real conversation. And so we begin to talk. You know, I began to talk about his life. You know, where he had been, where he had traveled. You know, and things like that, and trying to make a connection. Because see, I know he needs help. It's not. He wouldn't be on my front porch if he didn't need help, right? He wouldn't have been dropped off by a police officer if he didn't need help. But see, I, it's not just me that can help him. I need him to see that Jesus Christ is the, is the ultimate person that can help him in his life. You understand? I, people need to understand. If, you know, God will send people into someone's life to help them, but they need to see Jesus. They need to see God as their source. source. They need to see the Word as their source. You know, we spent three and a half hours together, uh, bought him a bus ticket, got him going to Pittsburgh. You know, he may be in Morgantown for all I know. Because at the point I just said, you know, here's money. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, here's the bus. Here's the fare to get you to Pittsburgh. You can go to Pittsburgh to Philadelphia, Philadelphia to New Hampshire. There's enough money to get you there, you know. And I, I trust or, or, or believe that he'll do do whatever, you know. Because you know, people come to the church. Do you have benevolence? Yeah, we we do have benevolence. It's Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, every Sunday evening, every Wednesday night. Every life group we have, that's benevolence because we're teaching people the Word of God and how to live by what the Word of God says. That's benevolence. Me giving people money doesn't fix their problems. 
when God when God tells me to do it, I do it. I've given I, we've given a lot of stuff away over the years, a lot, cars, whatever, you know. When God tells you to do it, you do it. But understand something that as a Christian, one of the things that you the best thing you can give people is the word of God. Is give them what the word has. Give them because see that's where the power comes from. Yeah, because the guy says, you know, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And I said, listen, let's thank God together. Let's just open our mouth and let's thank God. You're welcome because, yeah, God is using me. And I'm, I'm trying to find that in because in my mind, you know, it wasn't it wasn't it was just an unnormal thing because I knew I needed to impart something with him that wherever he ended up, that he was saved and he was going to make his way to heaven. Amen. That, you know, and, and I, you know, the flat out conversation, this is what you need to do. You need to get yourself grounded. You need to be rooted. This isn't a life that, 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 that you know, it, you, you can choose to live however you, if you want to live this way, you want to travel across the U.S. and bum off people, you can do that. But listen, this is what you can do today. You can grab a hold of the Word of God and the Word will work for you. Amen? That, see, and can, I, can I show you something though? See, that's love. People think that that's hard. That's not hard. That's real love. That's, that's God-like. That's agape type love. That's the love of God. Because, see, God is the solution for them. It's not, it's not just in faith. You know, faith is active, right? It's not just in my actions. And I'm not condemning the guy. You know, but, you know, like I said, we prayed. And, you know, and after I prayed with him, he said, Pastor, can I pray for you? I said, yeah, pray for me. What do you got? Pray for me. And he prayed, he prayed a good prayer. People get all, you know, going to let people yeah. pray. You just received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I'm worried about you putting your hand on me. No, I'm not. Because my faith works, amen. My faith works. So after he received Jesus, he looked and said, Pastor, can I pray for you? I said, yeah, you can pray. You know, I'm sitting there because I felt like here he was prophesying over me. Father, give them what they, you know, give them a great church. God, you know, I, I'm like, praise God, you know. See, God, but I, I want you to get this in your spirit today. See, the word works. The word of God will work in your life. Don't pass it off on somebody. Let the word of God work in your life. See, Abraham, and I read Romans 4, 17 and 18. You know, it was the spoken word of God. He believed. He believed what the word said. You know, you've, you've heard this many times. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What are you speaking? What does your language of faith sound like? Are you speaking death? Or are you speaking life? Do you, do you speak death when you get up in the morning? Oh. <sighs> Last night I was walking slow. But this morning, I'm walking, I'm walking full of faith. You know, my, my, my body needed rest. I'm going to tell you, when your body needs rest, rest your body. Minister, Minister Mar, Pastor Miranda, when, when you need rest, rest your body. Because understand, because, you know, when you go at it hard for two or three weeks doing any kind of something, rest your body. You need rest. That, that's just extra right there because you, you've got to rest your body physically. You need rest because it restores your strength. Amen. I'm going to say not only physically restores your strength, but spiritually restores your strength. But see, Abraham's faith, just like David, just like you, your faith is rooted in the spoken word of God. You can find it. What do you need? Take your Bibles, go to Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. I'm going to close here in a few minutes. I know that's scary, you know. Pastor says that. 
Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Look at what the spoken word of God says. Look, look, look at what you can possess and have in what the word of God says. Ah, oh, Pastor, that's in the Old Testament. Praise God, you can have it, amen? It's the word of God. The word of God does not what? Does not come back void. It, it, you know, it's not, it's not going to return to you void. Amen. Deuteronomy 28, it says, Now it shall come to pass. If you, what? If, if you do what? You obey. You obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all of His commandments, which I command to you today. Then the Lord of God, He will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And, you know, watch this. Watch this. It says, And all these, everybody say, all these. <clears throat> How many? How many? If you do what? You, you do what? You, you obey. Ah, uh, you know, all. <laughs> See, I love this. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed. Everybody say blessed. blessed. Shall you be in the city and what? Blessed. Everybody say blessed. Blessed, blessed shall you be <laughs> in the country. Blessed shall you be the fruit of your body, uh, the, the produce of your uh, ground, and increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and uh, the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall, I'm sorry, I hear you. this is underlined. It says, blessed shall uh, be your baskets and your kneading bowls. Blessed shall you be when you come, and blessed shall you be when you what? You go out. See, the Bible says that you're blessed, amen, when you obey, when you obey and do what the Word of God says. So, you know, and I want to close with this today. How do I obey what the Word of God says? See, you know, a lot of times people think, that, you know, if I just read my Word more. You need to read the Word of God. As a pastor, I'm going to tell you, please understand, you need, you need that time. You, other thing, you need, you need prayer time. That's why we do prayer calls. You know, even today, you know, with the kids, you know, I, I really felt strong about that. You, you guys need to start a, a prayer movement. Our kids need to pray. Amen. They need to pray. And you guys can do that because you know how to pray. But how do we, how do we, how do we walk these things out? How do we see what God wants for us? We do what the Word of God says. We do what the Word of God says. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you guys. Don't only just get in the Word of God and read it. Because a lot of times people will read the Word of God for other people. I don't, I don't read the Word or study the Word for my wife. I do it for me. Amen? I do it for me. But see, this is what the Bible says. It says, be you. James 1.22, it says, be ye a doer of the Word. You've got to become a doer of the Word. Don't just read the Word of God, but become a doer of the Word. You know, how do you apply the Word of God? How do you do what the Word of God says? That's the question, right? What would you say, Melanie? You need to know what it says. You can't do something when you don't know what something says, can you? you yeah, I heard the pastor say I was blessed. I don't feel blessed. You don't have, watch this, because you see, you got to get revelation of the Word. I heard the pastor talk about healing. I don't feel healed. You got to get revelation of the word. Amen. I, I mean, I, you know, financially, I'm not doing very well. Pastor said I could have finances. You, you got to grab a hold of what the word of God says. Amen. And God will do that. He'll do that for every believer. Amen. Amen. Man, I got a whole nother sermon.
Listen, this is it. Faith will find a solution. Faith will find a solution. Don't run. Don't run from what the don't run from the spoken word of God. Don't run from 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 the words that you've received. Amen. You know, we have the two girls from Kauai with us, and one of the things I, I, I told them early in the week was because I know that it's true. You can sit in a church service. You, you, you can be anywhere, and the Lord, the Lord can drop a, a word into your spirit. That's life-changing. I, I, never, I never take it as uh, uh, lightly when I, when I travel or I'm somewhere. You know, Miranda and I were in a, a church in Georgia, and... Um, we were looking for a church to be. You know, it's Sunday. I'm not on sabbatical. I don't take Sundays off. I, I, I'm going to be in church. You know, look, look at my KC family around the world. Guess where they are on a Sunday? Because, because why? Because the Word of God. They value the Word of God. I'm not on vacation. I don't, I'm not just watching church online. No, I'm going to go be with my brothers and sisters in Christ because that's where I draw my strength. Amen? But, you know, e- e- even in our travels, I, I, you know, we, were, we went to this African-American church in the back in where, wherever. You know, 45 people show up. And these four, four aunties, they get up on stage. They don't have, I don't think they had an instrument, did they? Didn't even have an instrument. All tracks. And they start worshiping God. And you, you feel like, where am I at? Praise God. The Spirit of God starts moving. And you, you just feel like you're floating. And, you know, just, just they're letting it go. And, I, you know, it's just like, because, see, the word works. The word works. But, you know, I'll never forget, you know, this lady come over and, and Miranda begin. I think you prayed for her. She prayed for you. I can't, I can't even remember. But, but it was just like, see, the word works wherever you're at. The spoken word of God, it works wherever you're at.